podcast is for the boss bitches, rich bitches, broke bitches, bitch ass niggas. Welcome to the Bitch Code Podcast with Ashley and Company. We are powered by Our Radio. It's everybody's favorite author here, Ashley Antoinette. And I am here with a very, very special guest today, Miss Juice, the first lady of BMF. Say hello to the listeners, Juice. Hi, good morning. <laughs> We're so happy doing? to have you. And we also have Bitch Code veteran, Miss V, with us. What's up, everybody? It's good to see y'all. Yes. How y'all feel? We feeling good. Feeling good? True. I, I agree. VIP. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we are fun. so excited to have you. Yes. Thank I you so excited. much. Okay. This is Juice's first <laughs> national interview. She has never spoken or opened up to Ooh. anyone about herself, about BMF's movement. Uh, so we are very honored to be the, the very first... Um, entertainment stories breaking this story. Yes. Very it's a under. lot of sweat going on right now. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, mama is nervous, but I'm don't be nervous. No, don't be nervous. <laughs> you are in good hands. And the way that this came about is uh, my husband is very close friends with Juice. They are tight. So that's why we are lucky enough to. I had to pull, it, pull out some wife favors. You did. I had to, you did. I had to pull out them wife favors yes. one time. I had to, to pull, pull the G code. Like, hey, babe, <laughs> don't you want to get Juice on the podcast? Like she family, I think it's about time we met, and let's yeah. just record it. And I'm anxious, and I've we've drove what 19 hours to get here, and it's beautiful, and I couldn't wait to come. I was proud you sent me the show. I was excited with so much energy, and and Lil Ashley has so much energy with what on the phone. It was like your whole environment makes the company, and like I expressed to a lot of people in my circle, you are what you put yourself around. Absolutely. So this morning we with some good people. We feel to get into Absolutely. some good conversation, right. and that Moet tastes very good. <laughs> <laughs> I am ready. Well, we're going to keep the tradition. We always start the show with a shot. Mm-hmm. We have poured juice, a, a, a hefty shot. Yes. <laughs> so, two good conversation ladies for episode two of The Bitch Code. Let's take the shot. Mm. Mm. It's Ooh. smooth, but it's strong. It is strong. Oh. Yes, indeed. We are such <laughs> ladies, but we drink like sailors. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm from New Orleans, and I can't even hang in there this morning. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to jump straight into tea time, and we're going to get Juice's take on some of these juicy topics that we love to discuss. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about, have you guys heard of the Heron crisis that's going on in, in white suburbia everywhere, basically? Mm. Well, what basically is happening is the police force has created a drug or a supplement, mm-hmm. so um, so to speak, that counteracts heroin overdose. Mm-hmm. They said that it was a crisis in the suburban neighborhoods of white people overdosing on heroin. But my question is, so you can get this supplement from CVS, your local pharmacy, Rite Aid, wherever. The drugs, you can No, not the drugs. Okay. The, the supplement to reverse the effects of yeah. the overdose. You from, can from get your drug store. From your drugstore. Wow. But they didn't create this until it became a problem in the white neighborhoods. And heroin has been a problem since Vietnam when the, the soldiers were coming right. back from war. Oh. So I feel offended that this was only put into place 
after it affected their communities. What do you guys think? I see. I see. I see where you're going with it, Ashley. First of all, this is brand new to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. A lot of this new youth, they don't even know anything about heroin. Mm-hmm. They taking whatever it takes to go to another planet. Yeah. yeah. So to be able to pull up at your local Walgreens after uncle don't got high and he's Caucasian to bring them back down, that's amazing. That is. Where's the supplement for the crack? Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. And crack is just as mm. addictive as heroin. Yeah. Okay. And they're one and the same. So yes. it's like uh, I, I feel extremely offended that you decided that you were going to create something to help white people, but it's not in the black communities. I guarantee I can't go in the hood right now and find this supplement. Yeah. Where's the supplement for us? And then exactly. why is it a state of emergency now that it's affecting the affecting these right. paler faces? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Drew said, where's the supplement to counteract the crack effects? Exactly. Because that is plaguing our community. You have mothers selling their children and selling their souls for crack cocaine. The crack. Right. And see, my question is to everyone out there listening, somewhere in someone's family, someone is overdoing it with the narcotics. Yeah. You see? Yeah. And now, new trend, it's 2016, 2017. These kids is young, 11, 12. Yeah. Going yeah. in the mama purse and in the grandma closet, they think it's fun to go to another planet. Yeah. So mm-hmm. my question has been back in the 70s, okay, Vietnam and things like that, our uncle went to war, now he's coming back, he's an alcoholic because he's trying to, you know, bury that in the bat in the past. Mm-hmm. So with the Caucasians now taking the heroin, and they could pull up to the local Walgreens and get something for uncle at the house, you know, foaming at the mouth. Okay, why we can't pull up at Kmart or Walmart and get something for our auntie on the crack? Right. Yeah. You see, why, why we can't stop the youth while they're 12 and 13 to stop them from taking these Xanabars and that syrup? Yeah. Mm, those, that's our future lawyers and doctors. Them the ones that's going to be rubbing our feet when we you're get right. home and checking our blood pressure and making sure we're straight. Right. You know, so I'm very much... Wow, and overwhelmed with your with the news you're giving me. I didn't even notice yeah. actually. Yeah. And it's but brand new. like you said, those are the youth that is on Zannies and and on sipping lean. lean. You know, yeah. that's I feel like that's the new crap. Prescription drugs Prescription aren't the new yeah, crap. Yeah, think about because when have you seen like okay, when our parents and grand not even grandparents, our parents, crack is an eighties baby. Right. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? When our parents got addicted to crack cocaine mm-hmm. they didn't know what it would do to them the future mm-hmm. yeah right. they didn't know they it didn't know ex- exactly right. mm-hmm. but now you know exactly what that first hit of a crack pipe is gonna do to you exactly. so I ain't never I haven't seen any new crackheads. right I mm-hmm. haven't seen any young people addicted to crack I'm sure there are some mm-hmm. but most of that is is from generations past now it's Xanax now is uh, lean now is um, Vicodin and pills Percocet. but if you think about it mm-hmm. They telling us what it's gonna do to us. Yeah. If you if you listen to any of those um, prescription drug commercials, mm. um, erectile dysfunction, Tell take a Viagra. Side effects include going blind, yeah. having the runs. <laughs> you may have an erection that lasts more than three days. Like they're telling us up front. Like if you take this, there's a possibility that you might be blind yeah. afterwards. Mm-hmm. You are gonna get you some, and we're ignoring. But you ain't it. gonna be able to see for the rest of your yeah. life. And we're ignoring it, and we're saying, oh, okay, those are the side effects. We're just gonna take it anyway. Yeah, exactly. So it's almost like they're 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 putting it in front of us. These kids know what this NX is gonna do to them because yeah. it's right there on our label now. Mm-hmm. But this is the thing: they know the short term effect of it. What's the long term effect? What's mm-hmm. the twenty year effect? How True. is this gonna affect the black community in twenty years? Right. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And what about the 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 women who are on? 
zannies who are having babies that are addicted to these mm, these right. prescription pills. Like, it's a cycle. And Juice, you said that these are the people that's going to be rubbing our feet when we get old. But I feel like they're, they're going to die before we do. Yeah. Tell it. You are know? they going to be around Tell to do it. that? They ain't going to be around to do that. We're not going to have no... Um, Doctors and lawyers Because mm-hmm. they gonna be Scraping out. Yeah they gonna be zoned, zoned out They gonna out. be scraping Through the carpet Looking for the pills That mm-hmm. they dropped right. like, And see when I speak To the kids at the high schools My thing is I like to get into their brain You know the kids nowadays They like to be cool you know, mm-hmm. and every and the adults where I get upset with the parents, they want to be cool with the child, so they do whatever it takes to be cool with the child. I don't need no points with the child because I'm the adult. Exactly. Now, I ain't birth anything on the earth on purpose. When I went to Jamaica and got married, I let my husband know, listen, we're not having no children. You know, mm-hmm. I love to work. That's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. But once you birth a child, the game changed. Mm-hmm. So my thing when I'm speaking to this youth is they have the attitude like, my mom ain't nothing. She do whatever I want her to do. She da 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 da. So I'm just listening. They don't know I'm dissecting their brain mm-hmm. because I want to get to the point of what happens when you're on a yellow bus and little Tim Tim, the little white boy, come out the back with a bag of pills, tell me he don't stole them out the grandma, tell mm-hmm. me I dare you to take this. When I was growing up, the dare, the truth of dare game was activities. Right. I bet mm-hmm. you can't climb the monkey bars. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> it, was, you know, it was that type yeah. of game. Now it's like they want to scratch your brain out and your physical. It's like they want to take away who you are, you know, mm-hmm. and and the new youth and us being powerful leader women, they listening and watching us, mm-hmm. you see? So to give them an example, everyone overindulged in something and somehow. That's true. And with this heroin being available, that drug being available in the suburbs, uh, people don't know this. You see, yeah. so how do our kids help themselves? When do yeah. they want to get in that dark corner and say, Miss Juice, I'm tired of taking the pills with my friends in the evening, and they say I'm a punk if I don't. What do I do, Miss Juice? How mm-hmm. how do I do this, Miss yeah. Juice? You know, so like I explained to them, get two other friends before they take them and show them the side effects. You know how you go to school with someone? And you look up, it could be 10 years later. It only takes 20 no more. And you see them in Walmart, mm-hmm. okay? Especially the women. Mm-hmm. It hit the, real fast in the woman. And all this in here just drained. Yeah. You know, and their and soul back, is gone. It's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Tell it. And back in the day, we thought, oh, they alcoholics. Now you look at these children and that them Zanies and them Percocets and narcotics. I did the research. I studied narc- drugs. I love researching drugs. Mm-hmm. It takes that they, they go like that. Well, yeah. because the thing is with Zannies, they don't understand these prescription drugs alters your mental state. It yes. alters the chemical balances in your brain. Mm. Your brain is the computer for your entire body. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So when you don't understand the biological Mm-hmm. way that your body functions you are popping anything you popping anything that make you feel good right. but me i don't want an artificial high i don't want an artificial happiness exactly. i don't want to have to take a pill to be happy if i gotta take a xanax to be happy i need to change everything that's going on in my life yes. you know what i mean because yeah. i want that pure happiness i uh, want the authentic happiness yeah. i don't want the happiness where oh i don't took this white little pill now i'm i think i'm happy yeah. my body feel happy yeah. but on the inside i'm still battling with those demons yeah you know what i mean yeah. i don't want that and i, and yeah. I do think that there in some people that have to take them that are prescribed them by doctors Mm -hmm. I think that 
somewhere there is a chemical imbalance. There, there is a lack of endorphins that are mm-hmm. making them happy, and maybe Zany helps them, you know, get those endorphins. But the people that are just taking them for sport, yeah, mm. that's where that's the, problem the problem lies because they're taking them to make up for what they don't have. Right, mm-hmm. you already got it exactly. So, and now you're taking it to increase more. But what you're failing to realize is that your your body is a machine. Mm-hmm. But just like you said, it's the computer, and if you steady type a even on your cell phone, mm-hmm. I type in my name so many times or someone else's name so many times, I type in the first two letters, it automatically pops up mm. that name now. Yeah, mm-hmm. Your body is just like that. Yeah. So you take Zannies today, you take them tomorrow, then you take them the next day, your body is going to start looking for that Zanny now. It's going to start looking for that drug. And before you know it, you can't function without it because your body doesn't know how to work That's without true. it now. That's mm-hmm. true. We have to start mm-hmm. looking for things that make us happy in, in a real way. Like, I was um, on Instagram the other day, and actually, it was all over the blogs. And uh, do you are you guys familiar with the comedian D. Ray Davis? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he um, says that he's happy. What makes him happy is having multiple women. Wow, having two girl. He has two girlfriends, and he says that they are all. In, in agreement with their relationship. It's like polygamy. You know, they he, know about yeah. each other. They, they yeah. know about each other. Do they live together? They live together. They know about each other. They all sleeping in the same bed and that's what brings him happiness. He don't need them zannies because he got two, two bad bitches on, on one on yeah. each arm. You know wow. what I mean? Like, I don't know if wow. that would work for me. It would absolutely <laughs> not work for me. Are you crazy? Like, sir, I am way too jealous. Mm-hmm. Not not necessarily jealous, but I'm way too territorial for that. Mm-hmm. I'm territorial in a way a man is territorial. That's mine. Mine. Mm-hmm. Singular. Mm-hmm. Not plural. Not ours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mine. Mm-hmm. And to know that there's someone else constantly there to share that with you. I'm not okay with that. Mm. I'm not okay with that. Mm-hmm. I'll share everything else. Bye. I'm, I'm a Leo with that. Leo. Oh, yeah. I ain't, I ain't going to be able to yeah. do I love it. me some Leo's Off though. the top, I can't do it. You yeah. can't do I, it. I, I can't even go into the conversation about it. Really? Uh-uh. <laughs> do you think that it is... Because I feel like it could start off fun. It could start out like playful Real and Ashley. fun. I, I do. I mean, I feel like it could start out fun. Ashley. But. <laughs> she come home. <laughs> that's she what I'm saying. cooking with, in a bikini. For, that's what I'm, in a bikini. Yeah, she cooking in a bikini. See, yeah, I, she I can't do, do what bikini. you don't do now. I, right, what okay. I don't do, what I can't do, I ain't okay. getting no bikini in the kitchen. I ain't gonna baby do it. I'm put her right there in the oven. Honey, I, don't get it. <laughs> We're gonna roast you tonight. <laughs> Girl, you is strong. I feel it, because I feel like every couple kind of, um, Likes the idea mm-hmm. of a threesome. Right. Mm-hmm. Every man likes the the fundamental. Oh, I can have two bitches at once. Right. You know what I mean? That's exciting for them. But I feel like it's Pandora's box. It is. What does that mean? I'm. I'm it's it's I've like heard Pandora's oh, box, so but I don't know what that means. Pandora's box. So in Greek mythology, um, Pandora wed another Greek god, and Zeus gave her a gift. They gave them a wedding gift, and the wedding gift was this box. But Zeus told them, "Do not." Opened this box. Mm -hmm. And Pandora, the wife, opened it. So she released all of the hate and the sadness and everything bad with the world was released in this box. But at the bottom of the box was hope. So when people say, you know, you're leading your way into something that you shouldn't 
be doing. You're opening Pandora's box. You're allowing all these bad things to come like into your world. You think you want this thing. You think you want this good thing. But if you get that good thing, what's the repercussions yes. behind that action? What's so she got effect? this yeah. amazing okay, gift. Effect. She okay. got this amazing gift, but she opened it. Okay. And I feel like threesomes are like that. I mm-hmm. feel like it could be exciting for one night. Like, okay, you are at the, the heightened level of sexuality with your mate. Uh-huh. But how am I going to feel about this? After the fact. Two weeks later. Yeah, like... So so let's go and get into it. <laughs> so how many threesomes y'all had? I've never, I've never had, had any. I've never had one. Yeah, I've never no. had one. I've oh. never had any. Okay. I, I don't think I'm... I don't think I'm... I would have too many rules. If mm-hmm. I if I decided to have a threesome, there would be too many rules, and I, I think it would take the fun out of it. So I just... What would be your rules? Uh, You cannot have sex with her. Now she can give you head. She probably can give so me you. So you just want some lesbian can't. sex? No. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. No. <laughs> did you put it that way? Yeah, because but no, not really. Because Ooh. if he can't have no fun, this ain't no threesome. But no, she can okay. give him head. It's getting deep on the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> right. She can give him head. Mm-hmm. Why are you there? What about when you go into the gas station? That's why it ain't that be, That's where the problem that's, would that's come Pandora's in. Box that's right the there. Pandora's you box. You unlock it okay. and you open it up and all this negativity starts flying out. Because this is out. the thing. What if she's better at it than you? Mm. Exactly. Or what if he make a face or a moan that you ain't never heard him make before? Mm. Or bust a move he ain't never bust on me before? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, where right. that move come from? And <laughs> how come? Am I not flexible enough? What? Okay. That's Pandora's box. That wow. is Pandora's so box. So the comedian must be comfortable because they all starting off from ground zero. Yeah. They are starting. But yeah. see, but then I also feel like when you're in a position where you're putting someone on, mm-hmm. you are you have the advantage. Yeah. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So you take these two beautiful girls who don't have a following, don't have a name for themselves, and you're promising them a stage, mm-hmm. the spotlight, yeah. the platform. Everybody want to be celebrities nowadays. Ain't no regular people. Yes, indeed. You know what I mean? What happened to the regular people? <laughs> yeah, Why is you checking the mail with the glasses on and the... And the Thank and the, you. Honey, no one is studying you. Yes, child. it's Don't no paparazzi. Exactly. There's <laughs> <laughs> mm. no regular people left. So maybe you're selling this dream to these girls yeah. and now they down for whatever. Yeah. You know, they, they down both of them to be in bed with you. They bond, down to, to lick and suck and do whatever yeah, to, right. to keep their platform. Yeah. So is it taking advantage a part of me wants to say it's taking advantage. Mm-hmm. But another part of me is saying, here I am with this man that loves me mm-hmm. and loves someone else. So I don't really have to worry about him going and cheat with somebody else because I love her too, so to speak. And I, it's the side chick mentality. Mm-hmm. I don't have to do, now I don't have to try to be his 80. Mm-hmm. I could just be his 50 mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. she going to make up the other 50%. Mm-hmm. No, I can't you know say what I mean? this. It's an easier route. So I, I would never agree to do it, but I, I could, guess I could see where the they mentality. could get the, Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can kind of see that too because it's hard being someone's 100%. Yeah. Mm. Like to be there and be, it, it's not an easy job being mm-hmm. a wife or a main chick. I can't even say a main chick because when you sign up to be somebody's wife, there's a different level of responsibility. Right. And that, that gets heavy sometimes. That gets hard. So to have a person, a woman, another woman, maybe that you love equally. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you love her the same way that you love him. Mm-hmm. So maybe that erases the jealousy aspect of it. Right. You know what I mean? Because we all in love with one another. Mm-hmm. And we're just we just have this harmonious relationship. We're all on one accord. Mm-hmm. 
They have an understanding. They have an understanding. Maybe Mm -hmm. it does make it easier on me. Yeah. The reason, I know I couldn't, I live a coastal life. And with a coastal life, things like that go back to what we're talking about, about the narcotic. Once you start with that one woman, that man, the man is a man. Mm -hmm. The man Mm -hmm. is a man. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lord Jesus. But um, the more... It's gonna, it's gonna. Oh, why well, we can't do two girls? Let's yeah. try the Asian girl. And then, how long could that go? Can you go six months or six years or, or thirty years? Mm-hmm. You see, so it's no future in that. You know, in our world, Costa Nostra, because it's no future to it. Mm-hmm. You know what? Both of y'all going to the child's graduation. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. what? What's really going on? Like it takes away that. Go back to the zany boss, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's cool to take Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Come Saturday, your body craving it. Yep. So zany not there. Well, guess what? Zany, that body gonna crave for something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So with that, with him and being a comedian, to me, that's just gonna up his career. It does. It's publicity, and let's see how long it go. Yeah. And let's see how long before they get a reality show. Or, <laughs> True. you know what I mean? Yeah. Or would they become Instagram stars? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's all about the spotlight. Uh, on nowadays. TMZ fighting at the airport. Exactly. Really? Okay. Exactly. <laughs> now, you said something about the Costa Nostra life. It's like, lay that out for the listeners. What is that lifestyle? Mm. A coastal notion life, this is something that's in a person. It's not, you know how you go to college and people say, I want to be an AKA. I want to mm-hmm. be an alpha. You know, a coastal life is something that's within you. Like, um, let's say, actually, when you was young and it was time to play hide and go seek, you was the boss of the crew. You was mm-hmm. always the one to say, I'm going to count. I'm mm-hmm. going to do the right. count. Y'all go hide. Mm-hmm. It's naturally in you. So, coastal life, it comes with living in privacy. It comes with living in rules, with organization. It's 10 major rules that we go by, like little things like we can't one-on-one meet someone without a third party, mm-hmm. you see? So with that lifestyle, is rules to it. Now, so, I'm, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. is, the, is the third party there to vouch for or to protect? To introduce because that person is co-signing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So okay. just like for an instance, um, I meet um, little Ashley through Coleman. Mm-hmm. He say, you know. So then that's the third party. Okay. You see. So and mm-hmm. and that life is more organized. It goes back to family. It goes back to you know how when you sit down and everybody's cooking and and you know grandma get the plate first. Mm-hmm. You see. Yeah. So yeah. it's so, a cold. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's okay. rules to it. So it's little things. Um. That that um that's in it, you know. I'm getting choked up now because I never had to talk about it. <laughs> but that's why we here this morning, right? Mm-hmm. I respect that though. I feel like if more people lived by a code, then we wouldn't have as much bitch assness going on as we do. Agreed. You know what I mean? Well, like agreed. if you were held to a certain code of G, like to me that just sounds like the G code. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if you were held to a standard. Where there was no slip-ups. There's no excuse for mm-hmm. coming incorrect. And getting out of line. And getting out You're of gonna line. You're going to know off the top. Like, one of our rules in an Ostra life is you never look another person's wife or friend right in the eyes. You don't do that. Really? Really? Yeah, that's a really? That's a strong rule. Like, if, if you're in the room, like, there's, like, your husband is here. Mm-hmm. So, in the Ostra world, like, I know him. So, mm-hmm. he's the third party that introduced me to you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so say we all go somewhere. No, the person with me, like, my nephew, he's never going to look you right in your eyes. Wow. That's a Nostra life. Um, oh, the wow. other thing is, is never to be seen with cops. 
You know how we all have friends, like maybe one of these guys out here on the cover. Mm-hmm. You see, I have to pass right by him and go into the next room. I see. You see, mm-hmm. so maybe on our time, that's what happens. Um, now, this is rule. It's kind of because some people over the years, I mean, this has been since the 30s and the 40s, you never go to clubs and pubs. Mm. See, you never put yourself in an uncompromised position. You know how, like, um, you might ask, you in college, you ask Ashley, let me use your hot curlers for tonight. Uh-huh. Okay, you got her hot curlers. Her hot curlers get broke. Now, you know you don't have no money to pay her. Right. You just put yourself in an awkward position. Mm-hmm. Right. So the killer in the coastal notion life, you don't do clubs and pubs. You also always, it don't matter if, you're, if your wife is giving birth, you're always available for the coastal notion. Really? Always. It doesn't matter. And this, with that being understood, you have to handle your respect and your power with respect and power. Mm -hmm. It's just like if Coleman tells you, maybe 4 o'clock in the morning, Juice is um, in Detroit and she needs me. She just flew Mm -hmm. in and um, she just had a seizure. It doesn't matter. He has to come right there. You see? Because for that person in the notion life to call on him, that's a respect. That's a a good Good thing. It's an authority. Yes. Yes. And all appointments must absolutely be respected. Mm -hmm. That's why coming here, it it was like a major stress on me because I live such a humble life, such a mm-hmm. private life. Mm-hmm. But he's a part of the family. Mm-hmm. So in the Nostra, it doesn't matter. He say 1245, okay, I got to be there. That's, I'm, I'm making an appointment. Yes, you have to. And you always treat your wives with respect. Your wives is the key to your life, the key to the money, the key to the power. That's like having a friend. You call that the, your best friend, mm-hmm. the one you don't tell all your business to. Mm-hmm. Right. So soon as y'all fall out, the best friend is what? Telling all your business. Yes, they talking. So you always got to keep your wife or that husband always secluded and respected to the utmost. That's why I always respected Coleman. He handles you and your atmosphere the same way Meech handled me. Mm-hmm. And when I was young, I couldn't understand it. And now I see it. We mm-hmm. are queens. Mm-hmm. So with that being understand, if we're comfortable, if we eating good, have a nice drink, we're comfortable. Mm-hmm. We're the best animals on this earth. We, right. Oh, we good. Absolutely. We all right. But not get us out of character. Oh, we we it's it's So with that in the nostril, you always keep you handle your wife with respect. And when asked for any information, it don't matter how bad it is, it gotta be the truth. Mm. And me and Coleman just went through that last night. I give him old letters um from each that he wrote and they're all in plastic. Um I haven't seen a lot of these letters in like five and six years. So Coleman come across one where Meech is on there fussing like juice, what happened to this money someone sent to me and I never got it mm-hmm. and blah 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 blah. So Coleman like juice, 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 did, did this get handled? What was this right here? And I'm like, yeah, that's what goes on. They think it's big Meech. Millions and millions. No, every fifty twenty five dollars count when you're yeah, locked up. You yeah, see what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. It's just like being in the emergency room. Every pill that nurse bring you for your rehabilitation count. count. Yeah. So with that, whether it's true or what, like I told him last night, read it. I don't have anything to hide. That's what comes with it. Money cannot be. 
is is not appropriate if it belongs to other parties and members in the family. Mm -hmm. And this is where Coleman gets a lot of respect amongst a lot of people in Black Mafia family because he gave me the room for four years to breathe. I'm just coming home from jail and prison. My mind is somewhere else. And that's when the devil take advantage. That's when the devil throw things at you. That's when he say, oh, you broke. Do this right here. And Mm -hmm. I'll get you this right here. So go back to the Mm -hmm. Illuminati situation. And me living a coastal notion, I'm coming home. I'm a powerful woman. I'm private. I was lost. So this brother and his wife stood by me and was like, take your time. And I'm like, damn, they living by the same rules. So with that being respected, I mean, we right here, you know, whatever, whatever you need. So that's that's the first thing. The money game is not good because that goes back to anybody. Everybody out there got money. People who people cannot be a part of a coastal Nostra world. Um, anyone who has a close relative that is a police officer or anyone that has a two-time family or anyone who behaves badly and hold moral values. Now, that brings us to the fakeness that's out there now. Now, that goes into, like I told Meech, and like I'm telling y'all, in this world, you're going to have two things. You're going to have a fan mm-hmm. or you're going to have family. Yeah. And it's either or. Mm-hmm. We can't stop what I created because, like I explained to Meech, someone can go and get, like with your company, they can mm-hmm. go get a bitch cold t-shirt made mm-hmm. on their own. You Walk true. right up in Wills Fargo Bank and mm-hmm. rob it. Yeah. Six o'clock news is bitch cold staffed on rob the damn bank. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. BMF name that I branded was to give people that that aura of the Sopranos. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. of the Godfather. So they can look into the ten rules I just gave you mm-hmm. and see how did they make it all work amongst the ten rules. Because mm-hmm. if you don't have rules and guidelines and life is is lost. Mm-hmm. And in our culture, our black culture, we really think that could never happen. Mm-hmm. Like, at the mob in mm-hmm. the black boy go ahead on right. <laughs> but BMF really is being, when you We're think here. of BMF you think, think of the of mob, mob. Yeah. you know you think of the black mob and I think that that was the only um, organization that attained that level of respect right. mm-hmm. you know what I mean because even someone who don't, knows nothing about BMF who isn't directly affiliated mm-hmm. has heard of BMF yes. and they respect it off rip yeah. you guys had a gangland special I love gangland by the way <laughs> shout out to gangland yes. you guys had a gangland special and it was awesome Okay. have you ever seen it uh-uh. Did you, See, it's, I was it's, right. you don't feel yeah. it because yeah. this is the thing with the gangland special how can you have a gangland special when you haven't spoken to Jews yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how can you... Yeah, you and it's disrespectful <laughs> if I watch it. Like, that's not that's that's not in our circle. That so it's not stamped. And family. Well, anything you ever seen out there, we never made any money. We never sat down. The first thing we ever doing is with Ashley and Coleman. That's mm-hmm. the first thing we ever doing. Now, there's people in Hollywood offering me the reality shows and things like that to go into Juice Brain. And when we was young, me used to always say, Juice, if people knew who you were... And the brain you sitting on, you sit on a billion dollar brain, they will take advantage of it. Yeah. And I didn't understand what he was saying. I'm so hyper. I love to work, love to mm-hmm. work, love to create. So I didn't understand. He's like, when we go to the club, don't order drinks and things like that. Don't let people give you drinks. Take it from the bottle. Don't yeah. do that. People right. can put something in your drink. Now, yeah. y'all come up, I never smoke weed. I never smoke powder. Like, I'm just juiced. I'm always hyper. Mm-hmm. So I don't see the bigger visual of what he's saying. Mm-hmm. So now the people within our circle with the 10 rules, 
clues I just give you, their thing is it all goes back to Illuminati. It all go back to demons. It mm-hmm. all go back to hate. Mm-hmm. And it all go back to self-made. Mm-hmm. So his thing is, isn't it quite weird? Here we are, 2016. When it happened in 2005, I was in Brazil. They only got... When they and ninety million. They when didn't get they all the money. Arrested Meech. Mm-hmm. That's what happened in all 2005. Of us. Picture this: twelve states at one time. You know how you got Detroit news, you mm-hmm. got Chicago news, news, right? New York and da da Baby, they swarmed down they in twelve marketing. states. They say y'all want to do marketing, y'all want to be big. They, 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 no, they already had busted everybody. Okay. okay, but they only aired it at one time. But with the government, they had been done. They, they, um. Their investigation, they could never come to me and say anything. JF Media been in existence since 1989. And that mm-hmm. was the respect from Meech, J-Bo, Ills, and me. That's the only four people that runs BML. Right. So with that being understood, my thing was let's take advantage of BML and the fans. You got family, you got fans. Okay. So the BML subject is something that'll come up in the barbershop and everybody's more or less whispering like it's the Candyman mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. So that's why with Coleman coming with the book of the detail, he's doing the same thing Meech did. Mm-hmm. Let's go into Jew's brain. Let's find out what brought it to even do this because with that, that gives other independent artists the understanding of let that be your past life. Okay. This is your future. Yeah. Because when me and Meech got together, his first bank account was with me. That was the first one. Now, how did you meet Meech? Tell us um, the the first moment you met Meech and, and what... What was your first impression of Big Meech? He had been sending messages um, through other people to get in touch with me um, for different reasons. And it went back to the marketing, the billboards, the magazine. Um, He couldn't understand how. Mm -hmm. And I'm not a club girl. Mm -hmm. I don't do Mm -hmm. clubs. So the Juice Girls are out. They started coming to the office. Um, He's wanting to meet with you. Okay. All right, y'all go close the account. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. You know, mind you, I've been living like this, so I'm I'm all right. right. When he met me, I had a three level house, um, the Benz truck, the Jeep, the jet ski, the Magnum, the um, they said the Jeep. And this was pre BMF. This was before you yeah. met me. Mm-hmm. Now, what were you doing? And the Hummer. What were you wrapped. doing? JF Media. Pre JF Media. JF Media. That brings the, the, and JF Media is over. I Love Juice Nails, The Juice Girls, The Jack the Juice Conference, The Juicy Magazine, Mm -hmm. and The Juice. Now, what were the Juice Girls? Play some of the conversation for you um, when you read it for me, too, of me and Meech talking. Yeah. So you can hear how me and him talk. It's just like how we're talking now. Mm -hmm. It's real calm because he's nervous under the camera. Okay. But he pushes me. Okay, when mm-hmm. we did the magazine cover, I used to wear my hair and braids once a year. Mm-hmm. This is on my mother's life. We in Texas relaxing at the mansion. We working on the book. Okay, all my staff there. I'm setting up the cameras. I'm like, you ready? He like, mm-mm, you better come get a picture with me. I said, Mitch, I got braids in my hair. He like, no, Juice, you got to take the picture with me. I'm like, oh, my God. So I get nervous, girl. I go put my braids up. I put the shades on. I'm all nervous on the camera like this. <laughs> Relax, Juice. These people want to know who you are. They do. Because that yeah. was the issue to show the world who me and him was. Mm-hmm. So the government and the Illuminati, they're not slow. Just as many steps you take, they're taking 
Yeah. So they know what I was working on. So I go to Brazil to get a distribution, come back, everybody locked up. Everybody locked up. 32 wow. years here, 20 years there, 40 years here. And so now to this day, I have a um, an account. It's called CoreLinks. It's kind of like Instagram for people that's in federal. And there's 47 people on my CoreLinks. I can send a message to all 47 at one time, everybody hitting back. So what I do is cut and paste their messages to each other and to me. It's like a big Instagram thing. Mm-hmm. So they, they and within the family, they call me Mama Juice. So Meech's thing was they flagged them and was like, let Juice know she can't send anything through again with um, tagging you back to other inmates. Because you were the, the hub. You were the, the communication. Right. You were keeping everybody in yep. contact with one another. And the government wow. still couldn't sit me down. They still couldn't touch me. In the life, you have a such thing as an envelope and a briefcase. An envelope is twenty thousand and below. Mm-hmm. A briefcase is twenty thousand and over. Mm-hmm. We invest. We invested in a lot of people. We done a lot for a lot of people. Okay. So there's a lot of favors old back. So yeah. you know a lot of celebrities and nervous because a lot was with us, like in Cancun, when the violence things have to happen. Like you know they were there, so they know how far and how quick we make a move. Mm-hmm. We ain't finna do all the talking. We ain't finna be any of that. We just finna handle it because. It's rules that go back to don't put yourself, don't bar her hot curlers when you know you can't afford them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So the celebrities that's out there, they like the life we live because they're painting a facade for the public like that's what they're living. Yeah. But we really living it. So here we are in Mexico and Meech have a suite that's three levels high and on the balcony it's a pool and a jacuzzi and this, that, and the third and you open the refrigerator and the whole refrigerator is full of Cristal. Mm-hmm. All of this is on on um, the footage that Coleman has. So y'all were living the life of, of rap stars, the stuff you see on music videos, but right. it was reality. It was reality. Yeah. And in our world, we did that, Ashley. Um, let's get this real clear for the listeners out there. We didn't ball every weekend. Mm-hmm. When we did us, it was a celebration. Okay. Okay, so we went all the way hard. And my thing on marketing, and really I was brought up with Asians, to critique that dollar is okay. Let's don't stress paying twenty dollars per person to come in. Like how you have your interns, mm-hmm. get the understanding with the owner. We fit to come in thirty people deep. Mm-hmm. We need a section, and we buying fifteen bottles. So guess what? You don't have to worry about parking. You don't have to worry about admission. Mm-hmm. All of that they rushing you straight in because yeah. they secured on their bottles now, mm-hmm. yeah. and they know BMF in the building. And we're and celebrating bring everybody yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and we're celebrating. So while everybody else fronting, we're we're. It might be somebody's birthday. We might have just closed another account. It could be whatever, but we're celebrating. Well, on that note, we're going to take a little mm-hmm. break. We're going to go to commercial, and when we come back, we'll have more from the First Lady of BMS, BMF, right. Miss Juice. It's getting hot in here, baby. <laughs> it, is. <laughs> it is. You can call me a bitch. Just make sure you put the word boss in front of it. We're going to take a quick break to bring you the latest book from New York Times bestselling authors Ashley and Jaquavis. The Cartel series is back and more deadly than ever. Las Vegas, a city built on obscene wealth and corrupt dealings, cunning entrepreneurs, and the ruthless mob. The cartel's plan to open a casino will rake in cash, but comes with great sacrifice. The stakes have never been this high, and the rules of the game have never been this hard to manipulate. And when one dead girl, one scorned wife, and one hole in the desert launch a chain of catastrophic events, the cartel is sent on a downward spiral as they battle the Arabian mob and fight traitors within their circle. Will the cartel prevail or fall victim to the city's black cloud? And if there's one rule in the town of Vegas, it's that when the dust settles, there can only be one winner. In the Cartel Six, The Demise, published by St. Martin's Press, available now for pre-order on Amazon.com. It's the Bitch Code Podcast. 
Welcome back to The Bitch Code. We are back from our commercial break. We still have with us the First Lady of BMF, Miss Juice. Now, we did a little research, Juice, and it turns out that you are super connected in the rap game. Like, everybody shows you love and respect. So we want to play a little game with you. Mm-hmm. We want to throw out a name, and you tell us what that person means to you. Wow. Okay. All right. First name we got for you today, Juice, is Future. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> wow, y'all y'all don't throw it on me right away. <laughs> well, let's, let's say, how long have you known Future? Um, um Future is an old friend. He was he was he was young. He was very hyper. Um he loves him some juice. And um this is me and him when he was 17. He was... Oh, that's dope. Yeah, that's dope. (laughs) always Juice... Because you got to understand, the Juice magazine based out of Atlanta. The source is based out of New York. So the artists that come from Atlanta and from Miami, they like, the Juice is going to win. Like, it's like the So it was a competition. No, 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 no. Their thing, Atlanta thing was, um, we had Freaknik. We had the Olympics. And their thing is, Atlanta don't like to see people come up overnight. They okay. like to see the cake go in the oven mm-hmm. and the cake bake. Okay. okay. So okay. you're going to have to put in the ground. Okay. So they remember Juice in the parking lot with the flyers. They remember Juice at Patchwork. They remember Juice at the BET Awards. They like Juice is everywhere. Mm-hmm. So that brought me to the Juice Girls. Okay. But let's roll with the game. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> okay. That was uh, Tupac. Mm-hmm. Ooh. The legendary Tupac Shakur. <laughs> Hold on now. Why is you getting all your information? <laughs> Asking on everything, girl. Well, it get deep right now. Can we um, tap, tap? Can we take a commercial break? Right? <laughs> yeah, we got a break one second. Okay, we're going to go to commercial break and come back with gotta, Juice and her stories about Tupac. This is the Bitch Cold Podcast with Ashley Antoinette. You are now rocking with the best. Bitch! We cover the latest news, topics, and real talk from our point of view. It's the Bitch Cold Podcast. And we are back with First Lady of BMF, Miss Juice. And she's about to tell us some of her legendary Tupac stories. What does Tupac mean to you? Tell us some, some things about Tupac that, um, that the fans don't really know, the listeners okay. don't know yet. Um, not getting out of character and off subject that Tupac will want, because he wouldn't want all... The how could I say he wouldn't want me to put him on blast like it was all about Tupac Mm -hmm, because it wasn't that when me and him met he was with Humpty Hump and was in New Orleans and he was a part of the dance crew oh he was with Digital Underground Mm -hmm. okay and um, his thing was Juice and I I won't forget it It was in the car he was like Juice your name better not be Juice because of that movie I I haven't killed anyone (laughs) so we became very close. Then we met again in Atlanta. It was doing Freak Neat. And we pulled up in the front of the Marriott, downtown Atlanta. And he was like, okay, I'm going to count to five. And y'all run in. And I'm going to meet everybody on the 15th floor. When you live in a celebrity life, you have to be organized. So we're pulling up cars deep. But they still have to check in and da-da-da. Mm-hmm. So if you walk in and you have like 15, 20 people with you, everybody meeting on the floor the one person goes to the front desk, it don't take away. That's okay, just giving right. somebody out there some tea. <laughs> okay, so when we did this, his thing was at the um, at the Freak Neat, he was impressed with everything with Freak Neat, da-da-da, but he, was, he felt 
he didn't respect the thing about the strippers. Okay. So mm-hmm. we go to Club Nikki's on Stewart Avenue, and we're in a club, and da da da. And he brought, came back to bring the bag of pennies, and he was throwing them at the strippers like it was rocks. Like, wait, he wait, hold on. Let's let's run yes. that let's run that <laughs> phrase back. So you say. Tupac goes to grab a bag of pennies. He has the pennies before we get there. It was like 10 rolls of pennies. <laughs> uh-huh. And it was in a bag with us. You know how you go through security? This is a long time ago. So uh-huh. they do the little check. Well, however, we go through and he gets through with the pennies. But the point was for him to go in and throw the, you know how the stripper come up, hey, you want to do Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And he's like, bam. <laughs> <laughs> He he didn't he didn't like it because his thing was is like you know some strippers they look at it not like an art not like how you can make your body you know mm-hmm. sexual they do this in Egypt like it's a good thing to be able right. to move your body like that but his thing was y'all are in here really think y'all coming up mm-hmm. and think y'all the shit you know doing all this extra you know mm-hmm. I don't want to curse and things but yeah he didn't like it and then um, when he went to jail his cousin or either his uncle came from Stone Mountain. He had two BMWs, a black one and a gray one and we pulled up at Rye Street downtown and got him out of jail and we done other things together. But the spectacular thing that he did that amazes me to this day and I send this a shout out to all the listeners out there, whoever can find it. I... Um, was brought up with Asians. So mm-hmm. I love to do nails, extreme nails, 150, 300, da, da, da. Mm-hmm. I showed Tupac what I was doing with it, and I was young. And I was in Mississippi. I was in Gulfport, and I had a shop on 49, right there um, off 49, two blocks from the beach. And back then, you don't have cell phones. You know, all we had was beepers. And in fact, I used to design the cases of the beepers. I used to airbrush them like I did the nails. Well, however, he put the phone in his name. The phone in that shop for Olive Juice Nail is on the Tupac Shakira with Bell South. <laughs> wow. Now, you know, that's young. Now, the, 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 yeah, it's good with bad, though. The bill ran up. So. <laughs> and uh, he was like, Juice, you got to get that bill paid, da-da-da-da-da. We was all young at the time. But the point is, somewhere out there, whoever can find it, Man, I have 500 for you when you find it. But the bill <laughs> is on the Tupac Shakur, um, I Love Juice Nails in Gulfport, Mississippi. Oh, that's wow. legendary. Wow. That's legendary to be that close to to a legend. Yes. And you're a legend in your own right. So that that was history that's in the really making. Dope. Yeah. That was a blessing. Are he you, was there for me. You ready oh. for this next name? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to choke. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Your next name is T.I. T.I. Mr. Easy. Tip Harris. <laughs> okay, some personal. Let's see. We was late one night. I was at a club. He wanted me to meet him. He only had his company van. I had my Hummer. We met at the strip club. I left him my Hummer while he stayed at the strip club and I took his van. Um, his mother was on crack. I had to meet him at the W Hotel one time. He was on the run. He had a warrant for his arrest over his head. So I met him at the hotel and um, we exchanged keys. Then he, like, grand hustle was marketed and molded by JF Media, the Juice oh, Girls. Wow. So he was like, me and him are like this. He was one of the main people that was there when he was young because he was real young, hyper, and arrogant. And um, everybody looked at me like Mama Juice. And everybody was like, Juice, you got to tell your story. And I always was like, mm-mm, just let's focus on you. So with T.I., it was Grand Hustle. And um, the first magazine cover um, for the Juice, because we have Juicy too, he was on the cover. And um, when he did the exploiting of um, 
the guy from um, Texas. What's his name? Um, real cute one that T.I. shamed. Um, from Texas? Texas. Was he a rapper? Yes. I have the pictures. Um... Little Flip. Yeah. Yes, I was like, I was just okay. going to say. Um, I asked him not to do that. I was like, don't do that. Because Lil Flip was very upset. Like, Juice, please don't let him do that. Da, da, da. So, T.I. goes on stage with Lil Flip picture and, like, bashes him. And then I was the one that came up with the idea for T.I. one year for birthday bash is to come out with the um, jail jumper. Because some people didn't know he was out of jail. Okay. And I'm like, come out with the jumper on, da-da-da. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the marketing things that you've seen Grand House do from the beginning, it was me, Clay, and Jason Jeter that was right there. And then later they started hiring other people, and then later that's when I started doing other things. Right. But the biggest thing was is that I'm from New Orleans. So when Katrina hit, it was a holiday weekend. I'm in Atlanta. I had sent my staff to Mississippi to pick up my mother and my sister. And they're all at my house. And it was horrible. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I'm a woman that lives a coastal notion life, so I live a private life. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man, my city tore up. What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. So T.I. know how I am. So he like says, meet me at the station. It was Labor Day, Memorial Day, whatever holiday that was, it was a holiday. It was in the middle of filming the movie ATL. And in the movie ATL, when you see him laying on the bed, he's reading a juice magazine. When you see them at the skating ring on the side they got the juice magazine the magazine mm-hmm. is all through the movie so that was oh, the wow. time of the filming so his thing was let's meet at the radio station and let's do the show mm-hmm. and so I'm like yeah you know he like Jews no I got you so we get to the station and it's like how me and Ashley sitting here it's just me and him and so we're live on the air we asking people come help come donate da 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 but I have all the celebrity numbers and things like that because mm-hmm. most celebrities they rock with an ego like they they don't <laughs> they don't believe in calling each other it has to be a third party uh-huh. right. go back to the coastal notion life <laughs> they need to be vouched right. for so yeah so here I am with him and I'm calling like Benny Boom and everybody, we got everybody on speaker. You see here at the bottom, eight thousand and forty-five people. That's my contact. Oh my wow. god! So with this, wow, I'm I'm hitting everyone up from Benny Boom to da da da. So however the money starts, we're hitting game everybody. So everybody's donating da 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 da. We on the air all day. So I calls Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. That's a close friend too. So we're on the phone and. Wayne don't know we're live. Mm-hmm. So it's just like how we sitting here, and I'm, I'm calling them just randomly. They don't know. I got them on speakerphone. Mm-hmm. So Wayne, like, Juice, I don't think I can do this because they see my uncle floating past Baskin-Robbins. Mm. Oh, wow. And we're already live. And I'm like, Wayne, we're already on the air. And he was like, Juice, I don't think I could do it. I'm like, come on, toughen up. I got you. So me, him, and T.I., da 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 we get it together. So however, I goes down there with an 18-wheeler, four rider trucks, a tour bus. Now, just how Bitch Cole is popping off 2017, I love marketing. Mm-hmm. Like, I can go into the container store and be there like three hours. Mm-hmm. Dissecting next so I'm taking pictures. You're going to think, girl, you're going to think I hit the lotto. You're going to think <laughs> you know. So with that being understood, bringing it back to the Katrina and this, that, and the third, I say, I want volunteers to come with me. Mm-hmm. People right. I've never even seen. 
So I pulled six people from the community to meet me and T.I. Mm-hmm. at the loading dock mm-hmm. and um, to go down with us. T.I., we got all this cash, everybody donated. So T.I. leans in and gives me an envelope of $70,000 cash. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, T.I., this is where I'm from. I can't go down there with just no water Empty and clothes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. cute. We got water and clothes. And that's cute. Y'all let me have my way with the volunteers. Yeah. But um, I need the cash. Yeah. So we pull up, everybody outside, and I'm giving them... The Chinese red envelopes, giving everybody money. And then they take me to a radio station. Then they take me over to Biloxi. Then we go to Texas. And, and we went to New Orleans and everything like that. So T.I.'s story, me and him, is deep. It but what's going to be really good is when Coleman catch me and him getting back together after all these years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it's been a lot of years between that we haven't seen each other. Okay. And I've never seen Meech angry in jail, as angry as he was when it came to drama like, Juice, I need to talk with Meech. Mm-hmm. And I tell Meech, and I've never seen him so angry. He said, you tell him, and a lot of words left out, um, to bring my money. Okay. Oh, wow. And that was the end of and that. And that was okay. T.I., between T.I. and No, and drama. Between drama yeah. and Yeah, we okay. briefcased it against the grills. Okay. I'm okay. going to tell you the difference between the, envelope briefcase. And a briefcase, case, yeah. Right. So we briefcased against the grills, so... You know, his thing was, mm-mm. So with that, going with them, I kind of pushed away from T.I. Okay. okay. So Tiny contacted me one time and was like, T.I. wanted me to call you, Juice, because we want to open up a nail shop. And we want it to be for you. Mm-hmm. And we want you to come. We want you to do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. So this was during the time I found out about epilepsy, and I wasn't interested. Mm-hmm. And they did it. They mm-hmm. did the nail shop. You know, it didn't go far. It didn't was successful. But the thing is, is him and Tiny, we all three have a business connect because they respected how I done my business. Yeah. You know, I like to keep it humble, but keep it explosive. That's like doing firecracker time. The little kids got the little bit of piece of firecracker, but they don't know it's going to... Yeah. So Ti yeah. and Tiny always respected Juice as for Juice. Like, Your business oh. acumen seems like it's on point because you speak a lot about marketing mm-hmm. and you market across platforms. Like when you speak of future, you speak of marketing him and, and going from the ground up, grinding, getting him hot, like yeah. bubbling. It has yeah. to bubble before it goes over, before yeah. it boils over. You spoke of um, marketing BMF and branding BMF, yeah. and then you spoke of marketing Grand Hustle. Yeah. And and the juice girls and all of those things. So that in itself makes sense to why you're connected to so many yeah. powerful people in hip hop. Mm-hmm. I have another name for you. All right. Birdman. I wow. know that you both are from, from New Orleans, right. so I know that there's some deep history there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Birdman, he um stunner was there for me through a lot of things. Um I started the Cash Money Nails. It was $150 a set, and I owned the product, the mm-hmm. acrylic. They'd done the cash money. So in the Asian market, that was huge. Okay. So mm-hmm. while Baby was exploiting me in the music, I was exploiting me in the nail industry. Okay. And the, the Asians is who brought me up. If you ever notice, like, you can't go in the nail shop and see, like, a bunch of white people doing nails mm-hmm. and a bunch of black people doing nails because our hands are bigger and bulkier. Okay. Asians, their hands are smaller. So right. you see the Koreans and Asians doing the nails. Mm-hmm. They're very humble. They can get into the nails, da da da. Mm-hmm. So what they had, they showed me, and what I have, I showed them. By nature, I'm an artist. Mm-hmm. I can design whatever. They don't have that. Okay. That's okay. O-V-E-R. That's like, you're not going to go to a club and see the Asian girl dropping it like it's hot in the yeah. club. She, yeah. One, don't have the booty, too. The back right. <laughs> you know, so I gave them the classes of showing them how to do the designs, and they gave me the patent on the product. 
The okay. product is based out of Paris and it only ships into the United States twice a month. Okay. We talking millions. And that's how everything started for me was with the nails. So Baby was there from the beginning. Um, the magazine was small. It was called Juicy. It was little like a Jet magazine. Jet and Ebony is owned by the same company, which is Johnson & Johnson. JF Media owns the Juice and Juicy. Okay. So my thing was to him, it's time to go to the next level. Like, I'm ready, baby. I'm ready. So Stunner is from New Orleans. I'm from New Orleans. And he always is like me to be right underneath him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm ready. And being a black woman in power, you sometimes put yourself around people where they want you to stay in one position. Yeah. I want you to go bake me a cake. Mm-hmm. Um, go in there and cook them pork chops. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. No. I'm, I want to sit out here and watch the game, too. Mm-hmm. I ain't. So, sometimes you have to change it up. So, okay. Baby, is he's a good person, and he is stunner. <laughs> yeah. It's all about the about the flaws. It's right. all about y'all the money. Get, put some respect on it. Ah. <laughs> and I was amazed about that interview because me and Stunner are alike in a lot of ways. Like I have a lot of personal pictures with me and him. We were young, and to see him go on the show that goes back to Coastal Notion Life, mm-hmm. and which he lives by as well. Okay, he can't be cornered. Like getting on the camera and da da da. That's not his thing. Right. And as you notice, after he felt very comfortable when they interview him at his home mm-hmm. and he's yelling through the house he comfortable he mm-hmm. got them whatever they wanted you feel me and mm-hmm. it's his atmosphere so he's opening up mm-hmm. but to go into that show and be cornered like he was that's not his style I'm surprised he even showed up now getting back to the the Costa Nostra life mm-hmm. how do you um, deal with people on a daily basis who aren't familiar with that lifestyle who may break those rules by mistake. You know, they don't mean any, any disrespect, but they just don't know their way of life. Yeah. They're not in my circle. They're not in your circle. Mm-mm. That's the real. The people that's in my circle, it's, it's real simple. Um, I show the Juice Girls this, and in my staff, you take a blank piece of paper, and you put the circle in the middle, which is yourself. The first bubble is your mother, your father, and then all your sisters and brothers, and then what branch off from there. And then on this side is the things you need. You need love. You need a- automobile. You need a job, you need motivation, mm-hmm. and you need the goals. Mm-hmm. And then what spins off from there is who brings to help you do this. Mm-hmm. I never was one, and I get real offended with people that do it. I never was one when I was young, is to be friends with a person to get what I can out of yeah, them. Right. In the Asian culture, they brought me up. That's it's, that's not it. Mm-hmm. Like when I was with them, and I tell other sisters, don't stand behind a black man. Don't stand on top of a black man. Mm-hmm. Don't try to stand in front of the black man. Stand beside the black mm, man. I love and that. And together you have a team. I love that. And that's that. what me and Meech brought to the table. Okay. We were a team. That was my brother. So he... I get real offended about that one. Yeah. I don't like that because the world is so manipulate, manipulating and in America versus other countries, they show us that you need the house on the hill, the boat in the back, the picket fence. You need all this mm-hmm. and then you accept it. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not even that. Yeah. You see? It's not that. That's why I love the Olympics because you got random people and that's their physical body. Like, you can't lie yourself about that. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to have a fake person that run 
and jump them hurdles and things yeah. like that. No. You got to put if in your own work. If it ain't you doing it, it ain't you doing yeah. it. Yeah. You see? And the world now, especially music, hip-hop industry, and I'm a, I'm a leader in the hip-hop industry, is such a facade. Mm-hmm, Just like right. with Future. He doesn't take all that syrup he talks about. Okay. You see? And these children thinking it's like that. Mm-hmm. You know? So give them the truth because it's like when I was young, the closest thing to the future we had was reading through an encyclopedia. You remember back in the days yep. we opened up that encyclopedia? Yeah. My brother had the volume. Them thin, <laughs> them thin, <laughs> them thin, thin clear pages, pages that yep. show the layers of, of the human. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I was the one all back there just dissecting it. So things like this, these new kids, they know nothing yeah. of. It's like they don't know what yes ma'am is. They feel like they bowing down. They yes ma'am you. Yeah. I look them right in the, what did you say? There's no respect. Yes right. ma'am, TT. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah. So with that, and what you're doing and what we have here this morning, this is going to touch a lot of people yeah. to keep pushing. Because that one person that's next to you that you never know, just like the different celebrities you hit me, this might be 10 years down the line. This might be, you know, you yeah. never know. Yeah. You know, so with that, you got to give the next person the respect. And that's how the Asians brought me up. So let me ask you a question. You spoke a little bit ago about the circle. You Mm -hmm. have yourself in the money. You have those around you. Mm -hmm. You sent me a quote, and I'm going to read it back to you. A man who doesn't trust himself can never really trust anyone else. How does Jews decide who to trust and who not to trust? Mm. That go back into Buddhism, and that goes back into experience. Mm -hmm. You can't go on what a person say. You got to sit back and watch what they do. Mm. Okay. You see? That's just like if you came into a room and you got six people in there, you see? And Buddhism, okay, you'll verbally say to other people in the room, ooh, I'm hungry. Uh Uh-huh. You see? So so consciously, you're not even realizing what you just done. You just set out a vibe. So the good vibes that hurt, you say this, if they have food in a bag or food in the refrigerator, they're going to look right at you. What, you, what are you? I have some candy. They're going to feed right. you. True. They're going to yeah. feed you. The, the ones that are there for self, it's like, they're going to keep their food, food for them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And with that being said, that answer there. Huh? So you go by <laughs> actions. Yeah. <laughs> That's real True. though. Yeah, so that is. the Buddhist the Buddhist ways, the ways of Buddhism, mm-hmm. do they always align with the Costa Nostra lifestyle? No. The Buddhism, it spreads out a lot of different ways. That's just like being in a gang. That's like you got red and you got blue. And under each one, you got all kind of different levels of crypts and bloods. Mm -hmm. And Buddhism, it goes into yoga. It goes into, it gets deep. Mm -hmm. It depends on which lane you're going down. And my life is God first. And Buddhism that the Asians brought me up in is how to start your mornings. Your mornings are your nights. Okay. Like to start off positive, to start off not desiring, to start off meditating and praying. Just sit still and think about what you're about to do. Mm-hmm. Don't just jump up. Let me check the social media. Oh, I need a bowl of cereal. Oh, okay, I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. Like, just stop for a minute and focus on God and focus on yourself, which mm-hmm. is within yourself. And being a leader and being a celebrity, a lot of celebrities believe in it. Mm-hmm. Because when you don't put yourself to that level, it's so many eyes on you that you don't even know. You have to stop and, and meditate and think, what, what I'm about to do now? Mm-hmm. Like pulling up to the gas station. You're like, oh, how much gas I need? How much money do I have? You see, like mm-hmm. them little thoughts is, it go back to Buddhism. It's how you want to practice. Okay. It's deep. It go all into the colors. You seem very uh, self-aware, self-centered. You know who Ju- exactly who Juice is. Mm-hmm. Um, you live the, the, the Costa Nostra lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and you're very boss. Your mentality is very boss. Mm -hmm. It is. How does that translate uh, in a personal aspect? Like, what type of man? Do you have a problem um, with a man feeling intimidated by that boss stature? <laughs> what and type you know of a lot of powerful men, Juice. Like, <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's mm. another thing. You know mm. a lot of powerful people. Yeah, well, to, shout out to all the bossy women out there. When you're a woman in power... And I never leaned um, on the word boss. I always look at it as leadership. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't like how they scratch it out. I'm about, uh, I don't like this. It's leadership. But the uh, men, um, to the women out there, for those that don't know, I'm going to put you on game. This is my first Give them the game. <laughs> give them the game. <laughs> Juice. Right, show, give it to you. In our world, you have a such thing as you call a boy's heart. Mm -hmm. Okay, I can Google that in my phone now under my contacts. And a boy toy is a gentleman that is cute. He real cute. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> he is there and good for going to events and parties and things like that. It's nothing sexual. It's nothing mental. Like here in mine, you see all these boy toys here? All of those boy toys. Okay. Okay. So any of these, if I have um, an award show, a party, or whatever, like this one, he's in Dubai. He's real cute. Um... Rodney, the one with the dress. I, 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 <laughs> that's how they look so I don't forget them. Like Juice this had a Dubai yeah. boy yeah. toy. Juice got a yeah. whole a Jamaican five. boy toy. That would say my little boy toy. My little boy yeah, toy. Yeah, he's real skinny, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Let me get up out of that. I don't got busy. But um, anyway, um, so boy toy, they're, they're the one that you have fun with. You go out the lot. You don't get deep with them. Okay. You, just, you know, it's just fun. Okay. Okay. And the reason why you don't want to get deep because in their mind, they don't know that they're in that category. Like, I have a video on here. I can play it for you. The guy's like, Juice, no, please. I'm not a boy toy. I want to be your boyfriend. I want to be your man. I'm like, nah, it's too late, baby. <laughs> so with the boy toys, and as a woman in power, that help you get through a lot of your time because you're going to go through some dark moments, some quiet times, and you're like, I'm lonely. Mm -hmm. So with that, you have one daddy. One daddy. Okay. We might want to cut this off, but I'm for the give it wrong. No, let's give, give it, it wrong. <laughs> we keep it real at the bitch A daddy code. is the one that take care of everything. Okay. All right. He's the one you intimate with. He's like your diary. That's the one you give all the tea to. But the daddy got to come with it. Okay. He got to have a strong backbone. Okay. First of all, right. don't come in that room playing. Okay. Because okay. when you have a sex, it's like exercising. And when you're a busy woman, that really matters. That's like drinking a cup of coffee. You know what you like in your coffee. Mm -hmm. right. So picture if you call yourself dad and I don't make that cup of coffee, you don't even, uh-uh. You right. gotta you be coffee. right. Yeah. Yeah. No, you gotta be strong. <laughs> <So, right. laughs> yes. So you only need that one person. Mm -hmm. So then you have the one that's labeled husband. That's the one. Oh, so daddy see. and husband are the same. same person. Oh, okay, oh, tell me what about tell me about. Dad is the one that get it now. All right, <laughs> he over there somewhere living, playing golf. He don't even know. Okay, okay. that's All the right. one that you know. I want to grow old with. When I grow old, that's the one I want to be there for. That's the one, if he got to change his diapers, I'm going to be there for him. Okay. Like, my husband, we've been together since 15. Okay. You see? And, um, yeah, we've been together a long time. He's done 10 years. He get out this year. And things are getting nervous on my end because I got daddy. Right. <laughs> now, do daddy know he daddy? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so yeah. the key is letting them know what their status is. And oh, is there room to play no games? Now is there room for promotion? Like can daddy become husband? No T. No. 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 Okay. Okay. That's O V E R. You know who <laughs> no. You know who husband is from when you was young. 
Oh, you know, okay. you're young, you had a crush on somebody, you're like, I'm, I'm, that's who I'm going to be with. Okay. Just like I love how you and Mr. Coleman do y'all thing. Okay. That's husband and daddy. And daddy. You see what I'm he saying? He ain't playing them like, games. I can't have right. no boy toys. No daddy. Yes. yes. So husband is the person you had in the back of your your, your neck from when you was young. Okay. Right. Y'all might not be together now, but you like, that's going to be my husband. Okay. Whenever okay. you finish with Sally, I'm over here. Right. right. So you know? whenever you finish with your girl toy. Mama is over here. Mama right. over okay. here, baby. Because okay. she ain't going to do what I do. Exactly. I make biscuits from scratch. Ah. She got Jiffy. <laughs> mm-hmm. She got Jiffy. Right. And, 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 and powerful, I make biscuits from scratch. That's a powerful play that go back to a mob life, that go back to knowing what you want as a woman. Okay. You can't be greedy. You okay. can't go to the buffet and put everything on your plate. That's true. And being a woman, we can't play like men play. Now, I grew up with none but men, and a man is a man. Mm-hmm. They get it in. They do. You could be pumping gas on pump five. <laughs> Shade is in the back and come out like they ain't did nothing wrong. Baby, you ready? Hold on. Let me clean the windshield. <laughs> no, and they just got down in the back room. Yeah. But the point is, you can't compete with them. You can't beat them. That's like in some of the conversations I'm going to play with you that me and Meech have, he says it. He like, you know, they don't treat women the same as they do a man. They don't even pay a woman the same in the industry as they do a man. Mm-hmm. So you the Costa Nostra lifestyle, I remember you saying one of the rules is you have to respect your wife. Mm-hmm. Now, how does them playing how they play, you know, men will be men, how does that equate with that rule? Does that break that rule? And the Nostra life um, for the man, what they do out there with what they call they play girls or they, they little girls or whatever... That's totally separate. Okay. That don't touch home whatsoever. Okay. Just like, you know, with the boy toy, it don't touch home whatsoever. Okay. Okay. It's the Bitch Cold Podcast. Welcome back to the Bitch Cold Podcast with Ashley and Company. I am here with my lovely co-host, Miss V, and the legendary Miss Juice, Mama Juice. Can we call you Mama Juice? Yes. Mama Juice. Yes. Like, Mama Juice. I feel like we're family now. Like, it's been a long time coming, this meetup. Yes. This yes. And this legendary that we have recorded it. Like, I'm so honored and so grateful for you being here, sharing your story with us. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. Thank you for having me, Ashley. <laughs> Whoa, I brought the um, pecan pie made from scratch. I, I can't wait I, to listen, taste it. That's, I'm <laughs> waiting to get this lightweight, <laughs> waiting to get this wrapped up so I'm, I can go eat some pie. Yes, <laughs> I've been on a diet for about three Three weeks now, but I'm breaking every diet. I'm finna take it, and I'm gonna put me a piece up for later. Like, yes, yes. Well, them sandwiches y'all had ready for me, baby. I made Big Mac sandwich. I put them together. Uh, all let that whole tray on. That's it. I hope everybody got some. We're glad you enjoyed yourself. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, Mama Juice. Yes, ma'am. Um, during conversation, we've been talking, and you've mentioned several times that you were raised by Asians. How exactly did that come to be? Hmm. Um, the beginning, I was young. Um, when I it go back to when I was younger, mm-hmm. um, I was child abused. Okay. Yeah, by my grandmother, um, verbally and physically. She was no joke. They called her Big Mama. Okay. And that brings us to the whole thing. I might get choked up or I'm not about to cry, even though it's real emotional, but that brings us back to coming to Flint the same way last night, man called me sitting at the restaurant and behind him is a big five point star. And that is my logo, the five point star. It means a uh-huh. life. Everything happens for a reason, just like this bottle of Moet. This has a five point star. I take nothing for granted. So even this trip, I haven't been here to Flint since I was like 10 or 11. Wow. So to come and, you know, start seeing 
you know, cousins and family I haven't seen, it was it was overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And I told Coleman, I said, Coleman, listen, Ashley interview, I'm excited. This is no accident that she asked me to come. This is no accident. This is her first one. So I'm with my family, and everybody's like, all my uncles love them Rita. Like, you know, an older man is going to respect a woman of hustle. Mm-hmm. Right top. So when I was little, I didn't realize I've done so much things. So when I met my um, uncle house and he's on the breathing machine and he could barely even breathe. And he still got stories about Rita. Everybody coming over, they like, Rita was like this. And Rita stood <laughs> up the big mama and da-da-da. My grandmother was colorstruck. So with that being understood, I had no barriers of leaving. So I left when I was 13 with the Job Corps. Mm-hmm. My first job, I was 14. I worked at Popeye's. I lied on the application, so I was 15. Mm-hmm. So I get a job. Mm-hmm. Um, I lied for the casino. I was 20. I said I was 21. Mm-hmm. So I always wanted to. So with the Asians, it was easy with them to deal with me because they start their kids off working. Like, mm-hmm. okay, you're going to do something. You're going to peel the shrimp or dye the shrimp. Right. Something in that order. So with the nails, me being creative, they molded me into the business part. The nail part, I had it, but the business, I didn't. They say, Jews, no, you don't come to work with the jury, no. When you sit down, you know how your nail tech go to do your nails? Mm-hmm. I, they so detailed, I didn't even know this made a difference. You go to sit down. Say you my customer, I'm your nail tech. Mm-hmm. So I go to sit down, I flop down in the chair. They say, no, don't do this. Mm-hmm. It's a sign that you don't want to do the customer. It's like oh, somebody won't hold the door. Uh, yeah, they that detailed. Okay. They're like, no, you sit down real life. Hi, how are you oh, They do, too. They do. Yeah, yeah, very detailed. <laughs> so they molded me with little things like that, um, speaking on my business in front of customers. Um, that's like being on a diet. Like when you're on a diet, the Asians teach you, you don't tell people you're on a diet because mm-hmm. it's going to bring back more energy. The person going to be like, how you doing it? How you did it? You ain't going to do it. Da, da, da. You know, so they say, you know, when you die, don't even tell people. That go back to your business. Mm -hmm. When you run the business, don't tell people what you're doing until it's done. Okay. Now, how? what was the initial meeting? Like, who brought you into that Asian lifestyle? Who would, like, how did you... Because it seems like um, culturally they kind of stick to their own. Right. Mm-hmm. So how did they welcome you? Who, so. who gave you? Who vouched for you? Right. Um, Tony <laughs> Nijin was the first one. It's weird you ask that, Ashley, baby. You got the the um, hostess on lot, journalists <laughs> on lot. You asked the correct questions. Tony Nugent brought me in. Um, I've been working with some Asians in, in, in Gulfport, um, Miss Ann, um, Miss Lee on Pash Road. But when I wanted to come to Atlanta, it was 93. He had a shop in the flea market, downtown Peachtree. Um, we're doing the nails. He, in turns, give me 4300 and pay my rent up for six months. Mm-hmm. And me and my husband came. When we first went to Atlanta, we were staying in a, um, a weekly apartment at the hotel. Okay. And I had lived in Atlanta before and was dating a guy. I didn't know he was on cocaine. It was an abusive relationship. It was mm-hmm. my first and only abusive relationship. So I look up with Tony, and he gives me all his money and pay my rent up for six months. Mm-hmm. Now, I ain't know the nails is making that kind of money. Mm-hmm. Right. So here I am, new to Atlanta. We're in a flea market, and I'm doing back-to-back customers and getting it in. I couldn't complain because mm-hmm. he was the one that set me up. Right. I wasn't making none of that money. Really? You see? Yeah. I was going to the owner. Yeah, because okay. he had like basically paid me out from the beginning. He put so whether on. I made money or didn't make money, he don't invest it. Okay. okay. So he was the first one, and then... Um, um, the Lee family, and then it went to the nail supply family, and then it grew from there. Okay. And then that's how I got into the acrylic. That's interesting. Yeah. Now, they're real strict on 
the circle life. You have to have someone introduce you to them. Yeah. They're not going to respect you just because you come in and buy their hair weave every week. Yeah. They don't even see that. Because it almost, it's like almost like they don't even really communicate with you because they always go back to their native language when there always. are too many outsiders around. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, it's almost like it's just it's them. It's them mm-hmm. against everybody else. And you have to respect that because it's, it's like that family mentality. Right? Yeah. Now, what they did tell me, and it was hard for them to get to it. Mm-hmm. They don't respect black people really? because they look at us that we we blow our money, um, we real glamorous, um, um, we, <laughs> to, <laughs> we love to gossip. Um, they they don't respect us at all. So when it came to me going to Japan, um, they live very moderate. Like you don't hardly ever see overweight Asians. Mm-hmm. They look at me like I'm rich. Mm-hmm. They love to rub my stomach. Mm-hmm. Jewel, Jewel, the baby. There's no baby in my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> when I went to Tokyo, it was very fun because they're very smart. Mm-hmm. And if you want to learn, they're going to show you. But most Americans, they're very lazy. Mm. They'll only do it to make the money. Mm-hmm. If you ain't making no money, they'll be like, I ain't going to do this. Right. But in Tokyo, you could be making five cents a day. If you have ambition, they're going to show you. They're going to show you where the million's at. Okay. So Asian, the Asian family, I send a shout out. I love Tokyo, and I love their way of living. I love it. I love it, yeah. Wow. Yeah, if I had a choice, if things don't go how I want, you could find me in Tokyo. You would go back. Yes, oh, indeed. wow. Yes, indeed. In a split second, no hesitation. Wow, yep. that's dope. That is for you yep. to be able to immerse yourself in a different culture and be that comfortable in it, right. almost like it's your your second, you know, yeah. culture. Like you identify with that is is very amazing. Yeah, they language like with us, like both of y'all say this with me together. Ko, ko, nishi, nishi, wa, wa. In return, I say height. Hi. That means how are you doing? What you say, Konishiwa here, and height is saying I'm fine. Hmm. Okay. And instead of waving to you and all of this body language, it's easy. It's about. It's about. Now I've been to Japan one time. I was really young. I was in high school. I did um, like a, a school study over there, and mm-hmm. I was there for three weeks. And they were just so. I was the only little pepper spot. In you know, in right. a in a sea of tan faces. Yeah. <laughs> but not even really salt, because they aren't, you know, it's not like a white place, but I just right. stood out like a sore thumb. Like I had the corn I was really young, so I had mm-hmm. the cornrows to the back. I was this black girl in the middle of, mm-hmm. of uh They're watching you Tokyo. Every eye oh, yes. was on me. Even yeah. like um, the grandmother that I, the host family I lived with, because I lived in the home. Okay. And the the grandmother just kind of, she didn't fuck with me at all. <laughs> like, she ain't want no parts of this black girl, but it was just like the younger generation. They wanted to know. They were interested. You know, they were so interested in our culture, mm-hmm. but the older generation were just kind of like, no, this is not your culture. You don't really <laughs> fit here. Yeah. You know it's a I mean? waste of time. Yeah. They think we don't, they think that we don't appreciate what they, the knowledge they give us and what they know. They think we don't appreciate it. The younger youth, and that's why I did an article over in Japan, I flew my whole staff to Japan, mm-hmm. and um, we studied it. And they they don't speak no English. Mm-hmm. They got a mouthful of goals, mm-hmm. braids, and everything, mm-hmm. throwing it up. Don't even know what they holding up. Yeah. And um, you go to the club, and it's very smart. Mm-hmm. Shout out again to the listeners of Bitch Cole. Here's um, a good code for y'all to know. Um, in Japan, they so organized, baby. You go into the club. They have lockers right there in the front. Mm-hmm. You could pay $5 or 10 depending on what size you want. That's your locker. You can put your stuff in, in your locker. That's code one. That's mm-hmm. T. 
tea. Second wow. thing is when you go to the bar, you can buy a gallon of whatever a bottle, and they put your tag, your name on that. Mm-hmm. So it's you and your friends or whomever. Let's say you don't finish this bottle that night. They have the cabinet behind the bar with your tag on it. So oh. when you go back, you can pull your bottle back and finish oh, that's your, dope. your drink. Oh, that yeah. is super dope. And they're mm. prone to staying open all night. Their whole thing is staying open till the next morning. That's their whole thing. And that's when the kitchen opens. Okay. So, kind of same thing in Brazil. They turn their Mexican restaurants into clubs. Wow. At 1030, all the, the lights get dim. The buffet bars move. And the table, the floor where, all the, ta- where the food was is now a dance floor. I said these people are taking advantage of all their yeah. space. So in Tokyo, <laughs> it's, genius. Yeah. it's very genius. So in Tokyo, to, st- to study them, even in the hip-hop market, the fashion market, and just their lifestyle, they're very humble and quiet people. They don't believe in wasting their time investing in any BS. Mm-hmm. This is why when they come into our neighborhoods, they go into beauty supplies and gas stations. Right. Is that where you learned your discipline from? Like to follow this uh, Costa Nostra lifestyle so rigidly like it doesn't seem like hard for you to follow whereas most people if you give them that set of 10 rules it would be hard for them to maintain that lifestyle right. hard for them to not break a rule you yeah. seem like you it's just a way of life it's, it's second nature to you is that where you learned it from the Asians yeah with the Asians I was able to exercise it I that came about as I was young growing up dealing with Italian friends and dealing with different culture friends and the 10 rules come in you know when a person come out of being abused you know and they come out of jail or they come out of letdown they're thirsty for guidance okay. you know it's just like when you're sitting down eating cereal when I was young I don't know how it go now but when I was young we read everything on the box mm-hmm. you see mm-hmm. because that's what you're eating from right so mm-hmm. in the notion world in the mafia life you're gonna look and eat everything that you can learn so with the Asians I came in disciplined that's why mm-hmm. they respected me so they I think what they gave me was more the future like you doing this for the future okay, okay. You're not doing it for right now. Cause they okay. used to really t- like be on me, like Jews don't wear all that jewelry. No, mm-hmm. no this, no that. Park your car in the bag. No, okay. don't talk about the money with the customer. Like they, I said okay. <laughs> yeah, they were straight. <laughs> well, we're going to move to our final um, segment for today, the bitch testaments. We want to hear Mama Juice mm-hmm. uh, tune in, and we want to hear her how she would give this <laughs> listener some advice, what she would say to this listener. So we got an email. From one of our listeners, one of the fans of the Bitch Code show, and she wrote to us. She said, Dear Bitch Code, my boyfriend of three years proposed to me and threw us a surprise engagement party. At the party, he introduced me to one of his friends. As soon as I saw him, I was speechless. I realized I had slept with him. It was before I met my boyfriend, and it was only one time. I don't want to tell my boyfriend. He is extremely jealous, and I don't want to ruin their friendship or my relationship. Is it okay to keep it a secret? It was before him, so it shouldn't count, right? What do you think, Juice? Back in my lap. Yeah, we gonna we gonna bring it to you Woo! first. Baby. I wanna know how how uh how mama just okay. yeah, how these yeah. rules I'm gonna I'm be real. I'm gonna be real. Mm-hmm. If that was me and my daddy, okay, first of all, we have a no lie policy. Okay. Good or bad news. Okay. I'ma gonna let you know. Me and Lil Paul, we got down. <laughs> and you see what I'm saying? And you yeah. got to look him right in their eye when, when you're telling them. you like, me and him got down. Mm-hmm. So as a man, and he living in that them rules, mm-hmm. and he know who you are and how you do it, mm-hmm. guess what he going to do? He going to look you right back in your eye. Well, how was it? 
Mm. How many times y'all did it? Mm. Now, come on, tell the truth. Okay. Right. Well, we did it about four times. It was no connection. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm telling you because I'm your best friend. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. don't go back out there with Paul thinking it's all that because Paul should have told you too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So and if, let if, that be there. If the guy is living by those same rules, he should have addressed it upon meeting, right? The, the his friend, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's yeah. all you lay all your cards on the you table. Got and that you got to, you got to beat the friend to the party. Cause yeah. the friend, not the friend, the, the man gonna be the man. Now. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> he gonna play it to the end. Yeah, shit. He at you because he hoping you soon as you wink the yeah. eye and like I ain't, we ain't gonna tell him. Yeah, he ready to go in the back room. Yep, yeah, yeah. And that's sad because mm-hmm. that other man, that other black man standing there building a friendship on thinking I'm making my circle. I got my wife. Mm-hmm. I got my best that's friend. Mm-hmm. I got my partner. I got this, I got that. You ain't got shit well, really, but your best friend. friend. You ain't got yeah. nothing but your woman. And he got a snake in the grass. Yeah, yeah. he do. Nah, I cut the grass. So you can see the snakes coming. I agree with that advice. I definitely think that you should tell immediately. Like, I never want to be in a position where I am the joke. Right. You know, where any someone has an inside joke on me. Um, and I don't want my husband to be in that position where another Bam. man has that, some information about his wife tea. that he isn't privy to. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm going to have to swallow that. I'm going to have to take move. that loss and I'm going to have to tell you, okay, I used to be intimate with this man. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you can choose how to proceed from there. I'm going to have to deal with the fallout. I'm going to have to deal with the anger. But it was before you. Mm-hmm. So you can't be too angry, but I can respect you as my mate and put you up on game before you he whispering to this person and he whispering to that person. The mm-hmm. next thing you know, everybody is whispering behind your back and you're made to look a fool. And y'all couple right. is not respected. That exactly. damn show is not respecting the coastal notion. Okay. Yeah. That's not respect. That's why like a lot of these guys getting locked up and they talking about my main bitch. Mm-hmm. Well, I can say that. Yeah. Yeah, yes. absolutely. <laughs> they talking about my main bitch and all that. That's game. Yeah. That's game. They running game from the jail. Like, that, they minds are somewhere else, but but going back to the the real women out there, pull your your man to the side, your boy toy, your daddy, your husband, your duck in the cut, whatever, <laughs> and let that man know because he know you had a life before him. Exactly, you ain't learn all them positions from watching TV. Exactly, exactly. That's better say that. Mm. I, I I couldn't agree with you guys more. I think. I actually was in this situation, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. to the T, mm-hmm. but my husband and I are from two different states. Mm-hmm. My I met my husband in the state that I'm from, okay. and my husband played basketball, and I Where too played basketball. I'm from Ohio. Okay. Um, shout out to Cleveland Cavaliers. Ooh, <laughs> no, come on, y'all. Get it, together. get it together. Get it together. Get it together. Please, Jesus. Anyways. And how long you been um, married? Two years. It'll be two years in Congratulations. July. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> <Listen>. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So we were we was not married at this time though. Mm-hmm. Um, we were just dating, and my husband plays basketball, and I play basketball too. So I was around a lot of hoopers coming up, and my husband got really cool with a guy that I slept with, and okay. I didn't initially know that they were cool. Okay. I just you know I went to the game one day and I saw them talking. I was like, and you oh, like shit. when did and I the guy happened and the guy happened to be. The guy that took my virginity. Ooh, so this wow. was way yeah. before I met okay, my husband. Yeah. But I still told him, like, hey, babe. And how did he react? He was like, okay, cool. It was the respect thing. It was the respect you, thing. You I said him. it first. It wasn't like I was giving, oh, boy, uh, even though he wouldn't have played it like yeah. that. But, but I, you I wasn't never even, know, though. But because you never yeah. know, in my mind, he would have cover played your it ass. like that. But mm-hmm. CYA, cover your ass exactly. all the time. So I went to my CYA. husband and said, hey. This is what, you know what I'm saying? This, nothing has ever mm-hmm. happened since then. It was that one time, and then it was done. 
But I had to let him know off top. And it was it was difficult finding that balance because my husband isn't from where I'm from. Mm. So, so I, he could come across mm, a couple any, You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think the Anybody. best testament right. is thou shall, <laughs> thou shall cover your ass. Thou <laughs> shall cover, cover your ass. ass. <laughs> if you have questions and you want us to answer it on the next week's uh, bitch, testament se- bitch Testament segment, email <laughs> us at bcodepodcast at gmail.com. Um, I think we... No, we have one more thing. We want to acknowledge the boss bee of the week. Right. We here at the Bitch Co. will always acknowledge women making positive strides in the universe. We always want to promote positivity. We are positive vibes only over here. And yes. we are going to acknowledge uh, Miss Deshana Barber. She won the Miss USA 2016 pageant um, it's also, and is also a brave member of our nation's armed forces. Wow. So, yeah. She's awesome. She's She's so dope. Yeah. Like, she's so intelligent. She's beautiful. So, all you black women out there that is hating on that girl, stop it. Stop it. Because she is a representative of all of us. Because when they look on that TV screen, they are judging her. And they are judging you. Yeah. Because you can't tell me for one second that people that are not African-American don't judge us when they watch Love and Hip Hop or Black Ink Crew and all these Mm. other shows. Because I judge us when I see that. Me too. You know what I mean? I'm (laughs) African-American. So those women out there that are saying she ain't even that cute or she just whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, stop it. If you even have a little bit of melanin in your skin, don't hate on another black sister doing something positive. There is enough negative images of us out there, we don't need to perpetuate no any further negativity against ourselves. Right. Yes. And, like, and, and my thing is, is if a person slipping a tripping, you're not in class. That's why the documentary on Juice Life, baby, is going to yes. give it to the teeth. Yes. They're going to break it all the way down and show them you could be a thick girl, skinny girl, or however, but you're going to win. And that's, that's the, the key right. thing. That's the, and keep uh, winners around you. That's the documentary that you and Jaquavis have been working on, right? Yes. There's a documentary and a book coming soon. Yes, the book is going to be so cold. The book so cold, it's retarded. It's giving, <laughs> the, oh Jesus, it's giving um pictures and letters that people never seen, like and stories that people never knew. Mm-hmm. The book you gonna have to have it. Yeah, and they have a party put together in Japan that you can only get in. The money don't count. You gotta have a book to walk in. Mm. Wow. And I'm hearing they may do one in Miami too. That's dope. It's all That's about dope. that book. That's dope. that yeah. book is the passport. <laughs> you don't have that book, boo. You might want back up. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody falling, but that documentary is the T. Go detail. Yeah. So the documentary is is gonna line up, and I want them to come get me on here too. Um, because with that documentary, everyone wants to do reality shows. I haven't been interested. Yeah. I can't even watch TV. Haven't been able to since 07. But the documentary is gonna give them a chance to see all the way in, like back in the days. Who I love is the Osbournes. You remember when they got mm, they sh- when mm-hmm. they got they their first show? show? Yeah. And Ozzy was being him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He might have been. I'm talking about. You see this man on TV getting over prescription. He's shaking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and sh- you can't and even sh- understand him. No, and I loved it. And Sharon is right there for him every step of the way. Mm-hmm. And she spawned off and did her thing. Mm-hmm. So with the documentary that Coleman is doing, he's allowing me to be able to deal with the celebrities, like where I can go to their homes, mm-hmm. go to the video shoes, go wherever I want to go, and get the side of how hard it is to do what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Like right now, this morning, we in here getting it. Yeah. yeah, On the bitch code. Yeah, right. absolutely. <laughs> now, we know that you don't interview at all. This is actually your first interview. And again, we thank you so much for that. But if this was your final interview, 
because we never know. You live the, a private lifestyle. You live by the uh, Costa Nostra rules. So if you never did another interview today and this was your last moment to say something to the world, what would you mm. want the listeners and the people who follow you in uh, the BMF movement to know about Mama Juice? Hmm, that's a deep one, Ashley. You go deep, <laughs> Well, I grew up admiring other people and studying their companies. And Mario Puzo, that made Godfather, he never knew he was going to make one and two. Mm-hmm. And I admire him for that. And Michael Corleone wasn't even set to be Michael Corleone. Mm-hmm. And... I feel like in life, to those out there listening, you never know who and how you're going to do it. But get up, take a moment, pray, and meditate on what you want. So if I never do this again, I want the people to understand that, one, Juice is a caring person. Um, I love to cook. Um, I love to have fun. I have my mom right here with me. (laughs) And if I can have my way, I'm going to be all right. But then I go back to being the boss. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, we thank you so much for joining us. You'll mm-hmm. have to come back and visit yes. us again. Bring Anytime. a couple of friends. Yes. Yes. The brat. some friends. Yes. The brat. You got to come back, girl. You, <laughs> you know, you don't came out of jail and you popping off and you all in the camera. You got to come back up here to Troy because they is balling. <laughs> and Trina. I want Trina to come back. And uh, let me see. Oh, baby, I got to bring some of my friends That's back. That's right. Yes. We got to put them the in friends. the heat. Yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> We would love to have them. We would love to welcome them and show them a good time. And anytime you want to come back, you are always welcome at the Bitch Code Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in to our show. We hope you come back. In this podcast, we're going to laugh a little bit, talk about some serious issues, and always spill the tea. We can't promise you that you'll always agree with our views, but we can promise that the podcast will always be lit. Ladies, we are speaking for you. And fellas, we are giving you insight on the things your women talk about when you aren't in the room. So whether you're a bad bitch, boss bitch, bum bitch, rich bitch, classy bitch, ratchet bitch, ugly bitch, pretty bitch, smart bitch, real bitch, and even some of you bitch-ass niggas listening, you should be able to enjoy the show. Uh, follow us. Follow us on Instagram at Ashley Antoinette, at B- Bitch Cold Podcast. Uh, y'all got anything y'all want to get a listeners before we get out of here? Instagram, the first lady juice, Cosa Nostra, that long right now. Right. <laughs> You can hashtag BMF, you can hashtag Juice, and you can hashtag Boy Toy. Yeah. It's real over here in the bitch cold, baby. That's all I got to say. I've been sipping on more ads since I walked in the door. Also, mm. you can follow me on Instagram. Um, it's bitch code underscore V. That's V-E-E. Also, um, I am li- looking for a few followers that hashtag bitch code. I'm going to repost them on my Instagram. So let me know what you guys think about the show. We'll repost you guys. We'll shout you guys out. Um, we love to hear what you got to say. All right. And once again, if you love the podcast, tell everybody. And if you hated it, keep it to yourself. That's right. Keep it to your motherfucking self. Don't be hating on our podcast. We're going to keep this thing going. And Ash, before we go, can we say this together? Absolutely. Uh We are family. I got all my sisters with me. All right now. And we out.